Hey guys, this is Person About Town. Today we have a special guest, someone I've been trying to get on this podcast for a while. So why don't you say hey and introduce yourself. Hello, my name is uh, Nick Chambers. I am uh, a person about town. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Say something about like, what you do. Well, I am a, uh, a stand-up comedian. I'm watching uh, Kenise fix her recorder right now. There's an audience here. How are you guys doing tonight? You guys all right? What's up? Daytime. What's going? Oh, is it? How you guys doing today? You enjoying those salt and vinegar chips? What What are your names? Uh, Joanne, Naomi. Joanne and Naomi. Hey, I, I used to go to this uh, school, or the one that existed before here. My school doesn't exist anymore, so my diploma looks fake. So, <laughs> you got you guys students? Pre college students. I did the pre college program. Yeah. You do you do a few uh, classes, you do a few courses, and you get credit. I actually got a scholarship off of that when I did the pre-college uh, thing. So, you have the scholarship? Two classes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I hope you get it. Let's just ask ask all the teachers about Nick Chambers. They know me. They know. They remember. I was I was great. I made that movie too. So, Song of the Sea. That was me. Look, my name's right there. So your name is also Tom Moore. Yeah, that's it. If you rearrange the letters, it spells Nick Chambers. Where's the C? Huh? And, and, and the H? No, if you mash them together, like you put them oh, on top of like each other. Change the shape. Right. Of, so it's completely different letters. No, it's the same. Oh, okay. All right. So you said that you used to go to school here, but we never said where we are or like what school that was. Oh, that's not how podcasts work? <laughs> People just people just skip around within the file and get him. We are at the Leslie University School of Design. The reason I'm not unsure of the name is because I used to go to this school when it was called the Art Institute of Boston at Leslie University. And Leslie bought it and then they shut it down and moved it over here. It was in Kenmore Square. They had two buildings. There was one uh, on Beacon Street, and then the other one was uh, on like the end of Newberry Street. Oh, okay. So they are they are <laughs> emptied. They took the signs down. They took the signs off of the wall, but you can still see like they haven't painted over it, so oh, you can still see yeah. the letters. So it's, <laughs> it's really sad. To... Wait, when did they do this? When did all this happen? Uh, I don't know. And so I I it's got between now and when you went to right. college, I guess. I just got in the in the mail yesterday or the day before. It's funny that we're doing this now, an alumni like weekend thing. So it's been ten years <laughs> since I graduated <laughs> from this school that doesn't exist anymore. They didn't ask you for money. It wasn't like that. Of course they did. Of wow. course they did. Of course they did. They're like, exist. hey, you want to Oh, it's for this school now. It's like, hey, alumni weekend, do you want to come back and hang out? It's this amount if you want a room. And then also, please give us money. For what? I don't know. I'm done here. Yeah. Like, you've, you've gotten all... I'm still, I still, I'm still paying you guys back <laughs> from when I went here. So, okay, so you went to an art school. Yes. What did you study there? I studied uh, illustration with an animation focus. What? Yep. Do you have, like, cartoons and stuff? Stuff that I did in school, but nothing since really? then. Really? No. Yeah, it's the money well spent. Yeah. <laughs> so you do a ton of creative things around town. So do you want to tell me about some of those things? 
So I do um, Fake Song Friday, hashtag Fake Song Friday on Instagram. It's pretty cool. Uh, I just, I can read post vintage pictures. A comedian can read listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, he posts vintage pictures. You know what's weird? No one can see this, but because I'm holding a mic, I'm in stand-up mode, so I'm moving my hands the way. Hands in a very specific yes, way. this is. Oh, this is all. This is the money when I'm on stage. <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just shoved his hands in his pockets. Yes. As, uh, so way to keep him from guarantee, I still do this. Guarantee. <laughs> um, so comedian Ken Reed, he posts a lot of vintage uh, photographs that he gets from like I think eBay and like flea markets and stuff. So. I started making up like 15 second songs based off of those. And now I keep doing it every day. <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Since, I want to say like six months. I think last summer is when I started. Really? I think so. I think it's been going for longer than that. Wow. Though it feels like it. <laughs> Are you going like, to put them together into a cool album? Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to, to put them together. I have a couple ideas. Yeah, you, you write a whole song every week. Well, it's just 15 seconds but worth of a song. Like it, it has enough, like, if there's a melody, there's right, a right. instrumentation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, how do you know how to do that? Like, where does music come into your background? Um, I grew up singing in church, and I hated it. Why? Because I just, my voice was high, and so they always put really? me in the girl section. Yeah. Oh, you guys can't tell now, but you know, <laughs> a couple years ago, it was, uh, it was up there. Um, <laughs> no, my voice was really high, so I'd be in the girls' section, and I didn't like being there. But before, before a choir, like me, my brother, and my sister would sing together. Uh, I, I think our group was called First Blend, because my brother, is the, he's the first child, uh -huh. and he kind of ran it, so we like, would harmonize and stuff. And my voice was higher than my sister, so I had to sing the high part. Then, and I just didn't like being in front of people. And really? Yeah, I didn't like it. So what changed between now and then? Because you're in front of people all the time now. Well, it's different. I'm, I'm talking about what I wanted. I'm not singing a, a Jesus song. That's true. So it's different. <laughs> not that there is any, there's anything wrong with that. If you guys want to sing a Jesus song, because, okay. feel free. Nice. So you have a brother and a sister? Yes, older brother, younger sister. And do they live in Worcester? Yes. Nice. Yes, I see them. All the time. Yeah. There was a slight face there? What, huh? uh, what, does that, what does that mean? No, I see them all the time. They're great. <laughs> They're <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, so that line of questioning is done based on your... No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. They, they really are. I, <laughs> they are cool. okay. Yeah. It's like, I can't tell sometimes because you say things that aren't true with this exact same intonation, facial expression. Uh, oh. As, as things that are true, so I don't yeah, know. Cause I have a lying face. <laughs> you have a lying face. I don't know. <laughs> what if I didn't have any siblings I at know, all? I know, I'd be like, you lying The up. thing is, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, I have, I have siblings. You have Check siblings. Facebook, they're on there. Okay. Listeners don't, leave my family <laughs> alone. <laughs> you suddenly have like, like stalkers too, but like not even your stalkers, Just like your family. siblings. <laughs> hey, I heard you're related to Nick Chambers, is that true? So do you want to describe a little bit about what we're looking at, the environment that we're walking through? So this is, um, it's a building next to the Porter, I don't know what that building is called, the Porter Square 10 building. 
Um, so this is a, it used to be a church. So they, they made it into the, the school of design. So we are looking at some concrete walls and some green chairs. This is kind of like the lounge area, I guess. I've, to be honest, I haven't really been down here. Never? So I, I was in that, so a friend of mine, he was in an exhibit here last year. So he had a piece up there and I, we came to check it out, but I haven't been back in here since then. Yeah, it's very unfriendly looking. Um, it's a lot of concrete walls, concrete floors, simplistic design that says, um, don't hang out here at all. Right. Yeah, this, you can tell the money's not going into this, making this area friendly. Yeah. It's want... kind of like a museum, but like a Soviet museum. <laughs> 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 you get that? Yes. It's just one painting per wall. Yeah. That's all you get for art. And it's like not centered, it's just like off the side. <laughs> no frame. No. It's just like, <laughs> this is art. I wish I knew more Russians. I, I feel bad, uh, but not like bad enough to edit it out. <laughs> do you get, do you have listeners in Russia? That would be like, I would I love it love if I <laughs> But now she has made fun of my homeland. You're really good with right. accents. This is a thing that people say about you. Did you, you. You knew that people said that about you. Uh, I didn't know that was like a thing it that, a you thing. know Nick Chambers good with accents? Yeah. yeah, it's like 14th on the list of ways that people describe you, but it's on the list. All right, you know, this is anything to get focused away from a bald head. You're bald? Oh God. I don't know if I've ever seen your head without a hat on it. Really? Okay. I can't imagine a time where that would have happened. Wait, it's on the poster for your album recording. Right. But outside of that, I like in real life. Really? You're wearing never... a hat all the time. Probably. Yeah. That sounds about right. Wow. There's probably a lot of people who don't know that you're bald. Really? Well, now they do if they're listening. Please don't put this in <laughs> podcast. <laughs> is this a secret you were trying? Is that the hint? No, yeah. no, no. I talk about it all the time. Who has a joke? It's like. You don't have a hat that says bald. Joke is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's somebody we know. I've heard it. Whatever. I'll look it up. I don't know. It's, I'm imagining a white guy with a zip up, but that's that could be anybody <laughs> in Boston. Bald. That could really be anybody. Yeah. So you live in Worcester. You come to Boston to do comedy. I mean, you go all over the place. Where have you not done comedy that you want to do comedy? Anywhere outside of New England. Like I've just been in New England. I like to hit up LA at some point. I just did New York for the first time uh, last month. Yeah, LA seems like a place where they're, they'll enjoy my accents. Because yeah. that's what I'm known for. <laughs> now. Hopefully they read that far down on my resume when yeah. I get out there. Because your resume is just like a list of yeah. what people say, right? <laughs> it's just like a piece of paper. Just <laughs> under under <laughs> accents it says, bald question mark? <laughs> Somebody doesn't know you very well. <laughs> yeah, my resume. Isn't that you get a stranger to write your resume? That's how resumes work. Describe you like, he is a man. He is black. He is funny. His teeth are white. He wears hats most of the time. Yeah. Sometimes he uh, he has bouncer face, but that's his own joke, so I won't step on yeah. it. Um, yeah. There's like it's a, there's a lot of a lot of things on the list. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 
So I'm going to listen back to this and write those down. Yeah, and then you print you it out. T-shirts made. And then oh, you, you don't put your resume on a T-shirt? Well, you can, but then you have to hand the interviewer a T-shirt. No, you just wear it. You, wear <laughs> you it. just, like, point to your Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, well, <laughs> 2003 to 2004. Uh, I used to work at um, a sneaker store in downtown Boston, and people would always come in trying to get jobs there. So they'd say, oh, y'all got um, any applications? So the, the policy was, no, you have to bring in a resume. And then, <laughs> so y'all have any applications? No, you have to, um, we need a resume. Oh, can I get one of those then? He's like, no, you, you, have to, you have to bring the resume. And it wasn't like multiple people would come in and just be, oh, can I get one of those? And then we were laughing, and the manager was like, that's not even funny, guys. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not. That's a sad comment on the state. Yeah, schools. Yeah. This is Nick Chambers. Step it up. <laughs> you have strong opinions about the educational system of Massachusetts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. <laughs> My school doesn't even exist anymore. That's true. So that is. What does that do? So tell me a little bit about growing up in Worcester. What I, I know people in Boston make fun of Worcester a lot, but I don't know enough about Worcester. Worcester, um, it's a decent place when I was younger is, I'm sure it was a lot better than it is now. What, what does that mean? Huh? Like it's changed for the worse? Um, I mean like my neighborhood where I grew up, I grew up in a place called Lincoln Village or as my dad calls it Stinkin' Village. Uh, <laughs> just whenever he drives whenever he drives through there. <laughs> does my your dad, dad also sing? Yeah, my dad's a vaudeville uh, guy. No. Um, <laughs> your dad is from the 1920s? <laughs> yeah. Time travel chambers? Uh, yeah. You guys never heard of them? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I can see that. No, I, I grew up there, and I just feel like it was a lot less riffraff in that area. Or it might have been riff my raff? parents. Yeah. <laughs> what? I call people riffraff, and they don't like it. But like, oh, really? Like, I call, I'm like, hey, you can come, but don't bring your riffraff friends. <laughs> and people seem offended right. by it. So when you say riffraff, what do you mean? Riff, what you mean? Riffraff? <laughs> Ne'er-do-wells. Shifty go-betweens, those kind of folks. Go-betweens, I've heard that a long time. But <laughs> that's from the 1920s. That is true. Like, you, would, you would have all of these just apparatus. Okay. Um, I, don't, I don't really know if it was too bad because my, my parents were very strict. So yeah. we, didn't, like, we didn't go over to friends' houses. We didn't have Ever? friends. Not, like, my parents would have to know them and like, know their parents. and like, be there. So like, <clears throat> if we had friends from church, mm-hmm. we would hang out with them. But... You didn't really, like even people in the neighborhood, like we would have friends that we would play with all the time. And if we, like, I think once I can remember, we went to uh, our friend Lewis's house and it was just, he went to get something. Like he went to get a toy for outside and we like stood in in the living room and then left. And that was like (laughs) being at a friend's house. Wow. Very, very strict. Yeah. Yeah, Good old Wuss. But yeah, Wuss is is a decent place. Like anywhere it has its bad spots, but. It's a huge city. So when people say, when people find out I'm from Worcester, they're like, "Oh, do you know Chris?" I was like, "I know." I do that. Huge. Worcester's a huge place. When you say huge, like how many people? How many high schools? I think I've asked you this about how many high schools it has before. I don't know, like maybe five, six. Well, we have ten colleges. Yes, we do. There used to be a so there was a building that burnt down, but (laughs) before it burnt down, on the side they said. 
most cities have one good college. Worcester has ten. Ten, all of them were good though. I don't know. I was like, it feels I, pretty I'm, strong. I'm, I can't tell like you Boston what Boston has like 30 dollars. Do you want to go by what a wall says? I don't That's know. True. That's true. A wall that burnt down? Um, yeah. I, I want, is it 10, though? Now now you have me second guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? I think I it might. Clark. Clark Quinsig, WPI. Quinsigamon Community College. Uh, wait, Clark Quinsig, WPI. Well, uh, what is that? Worcester Polytechnic Institute. Okay. Um, Harvard, MIT. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, when they say Worcester, they're like drawing like a yeah. 60 mile radius. Yeah, around. exactly. Got it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> NYU. <laughs> no, there's a, bunch, there's a bunch of schools there. Oh, yeah. I think. I just can't. Becker is one of them. What, what kind of school? Becker College. Uh, University of Knowledge. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard of that in my life. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look this up now. I'm shitting on that. Like, I, never having heard of a college means something. Like, no one's ever heard of the place where I went. Also, I went to North Carolina Central University. Oh, Central. You good know old, that? Good old Central U, of course. You're, you're lying. <laughs> See, this is exactly why. I was like, I don't even know if you have siblings. <laughs> I do. They're great people. Okay. They're my favorites. My favorite siblings. All two of them. So you went from Worcester to here, and where have you been since then? Like living-wise? Well, just, you know, your life, the path that you took. Uh, so I went to school in Boston, and then I moved back to Worcester. That's it. <laughs> Very uninteresting. What did you do while you were in Worcester? Uh, after school? Yeah. I didn't, I mean, yeah, so I left there, and then after that, I started working as a, a therapeutic mentor with kids. So like good person stuff? Huh? Yeah, you know, you got to keep up the facade. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I did that, and then uh, I started working as a counselor in a residential program a couple years after that. So, nice. yeah. So all things that have illustration and animation. Yeah. Constantly, every day, it's like Nick. Can you animate the solution to this issue? And I do it. Nice. So, making good use. You hear that, kids? <laughs> when you graduate, you can work retail for several years and then get a job that has nothing to do with what you're doing here. I hope that they. I mean, they should know that that's the future of our Like. Yeah. Someone. I hope. You know how they like they'll have. The reason I picked. My school, our Institute of Boston, is because they had someone come in and talk about the school, and they showed like a uh, a reel of students' work, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to that school." Yeah. They need to have someone come in who's not <laughs> successful. <laughs> like, hey guys, I, you know, I did everything right. I came to school, and everything. I work uh, in the loading dock, and that's my life now. <laughs> that's what they need. I'm just, I'm gonna sign up for that. I tried to do that at Boston University. Uh, so I made a web series, and they asked us to come back and talk to the students. And I was like, straight up, one-tenth of you will actually do something in this field. <laughs> well, good. That's good. Yeah. That's what they and need. It's, like a, it's a film degree. And it's right. not from like a top-tier film program that necessarily right. like pairs you up with like the best directors and puts you in like those mentorship opportunities that would allow you to become Steven Spielberg. It's like some of you will work assistant jobs mm -hmm. for a long time but most of you won't be spending the rest of your life behind a camera. So, like, accept it and enjoy this time now. Mm. But, like, 
Good luck, also. Golly. I'm. No, I'm that's real. That's real. No, you need that. You need that. Yeah. I wish someone had told me that when I started school. If they had, do you think you would have studied something else? You know, I wanted to drop out when I was in my sophomore year because I was like, I don't want to. I just didn't want to be in college. Like, I'm not a classroom guy. Mm. So I just didn't want to be. And my mom was like, my parents were like, no, no. What are you talking about? No, of course not. But I think, like, everything that I've learned, anything that I'm using now, mm. it's, I learned all of that after school. Like, <laughs> this school, I had a lot of fun there. I made friends that I'll have for life. But there are certain classes like, hey, this is the, the new, we're learning this program, whatever. This is what we need to know to do this video editing or whatever. The next year, the next semester, like, yeah, Nobody's using that software anymore. <laughs> College, man. College, baby. <laughs> Woo! Degrees. Yes. Oh, this is the Lunder Arts Center. I didn't know that. Yeah. Right now we're kind of underground. Yes. And then there's uh, some artwork that's uh, it's circles with text in the middle that say nature, art. And I don't have my glasses on, but does that last one say AIDS? It does say AIDS. Okay. So, <laughs> this is what I feel about like a lot of slam poetry, <laughs> where it's just like things that they've got to hit. Like, all right, they got to talk about AIDS, they got to talk about 9 11, they got to talk about poverty yeah. and not being liked back. That's right. all of it has to deal with that. Wait, do you do poetry? I feel like I just shed on something. You have offended the <laughs> Russia's premier <laughs> slam boy. I'm never listening to your podcast again. Because you know how big slam poetry is in Russia. Hell yeah. You never been to Soviet slam? Every summer they... You've never been? Shut up. <laughs> Soviet slam, Google it. The mentorship program, how does that work? Who typically attends that and what, like how do you mentor them? So as a therapeutic mentor, basically uh, the, the place where I worked, they, they never used the correct term for what the, the job was. So uh, Emily Ruskowski, former guest on uh, People About Town, uh, she, like I was describing the job, she's like, you're a therapeutic mentor. That's, that's what you do. <laughs> so, um, so basically it's um, kids who receive services from the Department of Mental Health and we, you know, we go to their houses and, and plan activities take them out to kind of give them a chance to get out of the house for a little while, give their parents a, a break. I mean, depending on the kid, it's, it's pretty, pretty easy. Nice. Have you got an end Um This is a weird way of phrasing it. I was going to say into any pickles, but when it comes to, like, family drama, like saying, like, oh, it's a bit of a pickle. <laughs> Sounds kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, you know, in this line of work, you're bound to run into a couple pickles now and then. <laughs> Pickles happen. That's what I always say. You know how I always say pickles I do. Happen. I do. That's, uh, that's number 16 on the list of things people say about you, that you say pickles happen. Accents, bald, question mark, and pickles happen. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, there was, I was telling someone about this the other day. Uh, one time uh, we were outside just playing in, in the kid's backyard, and he he picked up a garden hose and I said, you know, don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't, like seriously. And 
just completely ignored me and just sprayed me down. And he's a kid, you know, and he has, you know, he's kind of impulsive. But just in my mind, I was just thinking, this racist motherfucker hosed me down. You're going to call the dogs on me too next? I was so, <laughs> so upset. So I went in the house and I told uh, his parents, like, hey, I got it. I have to go. I can't. I can't be here right now. And they're like, oh, okay. I understand. I was like, all right, wait. I'm just going gonna, gonna to wait in my car for a little bit. So I'm just in the car, like, sitting there just pissed so mad and the kid came up to the door like Nick Nick I was like no no not right now and I don't know what my, my face did when I was when I told him no but he was just like oh alright all right. <laughs> he just like he just backed up and, and left but eventually I went back in there and like we talked it over or whatever but I don't know, sometimes it's sometimes it's difficult so yeah pickles 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 I I respect your restraint. I don't deal with children often. So my first instinct would be like to pick up a child and like shake them. But I know that's not legal. I mean, it depends on, depends on who you know. Like you can get away with it. I know, I'll give you some business cards after. Well, there was one time we were, I foolishly, like I would try and um, combine like groups of kids. Like, all right, we'll all go out and do this, go to this activity or whatever. So we went to, there was like a dodgeball tournament at a trampoline park in Boston. So we drive an hour to Boston. And even, I don't know how they got this in their mind. All the kids were like, oh, we're just watching? I thought we were going to be in it. I don't want to do this. So we had been there for maybe 15 minutes. And they're like, we want to go. We all want to leave. And I'm like, whatever. So we stopped at um, like Wendy's or something. And they all got food. And... They started like throwing fries at each other in my car. And I never, never would yell at these kids, but I was just like, shut up. Well, I, I don't think I said shut up, but I was like, be quiet. You guys need to be quiet. I'm not playing. And then they had never heard me else, so they were just like, oh, all right. And I felt so bad, like I had to, I, afterwards I went in and told the, the kids' parents, like, oh, I just, I mean, I had a little incident. I, I yelled at the kids and they're like, we don't care. Like we yell at them all the time, we don't care. I was like, well, you know, I just wanted to have more restraint. But when I got home, I noticed that one of the kids left his jacket in my car and I took the jacket and threw it in the woods. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, I don't even care. Balled up that jacket. So, I, I want that story to get out because if anything happens to him, I like, and they find the jacket in the woods near my house, it's because he left it in my car and I threw it back there. It's good that you clarify that. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be like, uh, "This child was murdered." We think, just because that's often what I think when I see like discarded children's clothes. I'm like, <laughs> I'm always like, that kid's dead. <laughs> like, I know I should think like Someone kids drop things, there. but I'm always like. A kid was snatched. Snatched so quickly that his shoes yep. and socks fell off, but yep. the shoe, that's the gravitational pull, the that's sock fell off, fast. but the shoe went back on. That's how fast these kids are getting snatched. You don't know. <laughs> I'm very worried walking around the streets of Boston all the time because there are lots of like Because they're going to snatch stuff. you? Oh. No, I'm not going to get snatched. Please. 
I'm not oh, the forget. demographic. I forget you, 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 you maga somebody in the face. <laughs> Crab maga. I'm not gonna. You well, maga. Someone like tried to pick me up. I what is the what is the move called that you would use if someone tried to pick you up? Um, well, it depends on where we are. Cause if we're in like just the city, like I'll just yell something. What? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, like I'll, if like someone tried to pick oh, me up, I, I would just like scream for the attention of I other see. people. But if we were in the woods, I thought you meant like well, certain moves need a certain ambiance. <laughs> like I, I can't just I can't just use the the palm to the nose any old place. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be thematically correct. If I'm going to be like fighting an attempted kidnapping, I've got to make it stylistically. In Wheatfield? Wheatfield? Okay. I'm framing this shot in my head. You think I'm just going to use any old move? No. Mm. So, I know you through comedy. How long have you been doing stand up comedy? I started seven years ago. Um, yeah, seven, seven years ago. And then, like, Really been doing it, I think, like, I'd say five years. So I, when I started, it was like, I'd do a show a month or, like, a couple months in between. But, yeah. Um, first time I went up, I was out. I, I was in, I had been joking around with a friend of mine, like, oh, I think I want to, like, I'm just, uh, I'm going to go up there and just, I'm not going to have anything planned, blah, blah, blah. So my birthday was coming up, and I came out here, and I called a place to see if I could get on there open mic and they're like oh no we're booked I was like ah oh, forget it and then I think like the maybe two days before I was coming out here I, ca I was at Sam's Club with my mom and I called back and they're like oh someone just dropped out so you can come in it was like a bringer show so we went out for my birthday the night before and um, I had a bottle of white wine left over so I poured that into a water bottle and then drank that on my way to the, the mic. And then, a whole bottle? Well, whatever fits in like a, a water bottle. Okay. Are we talking about like a Nalgene or like a Dasani bottle? What was the first word? A Nalgene. Like an, it's like a clear plastic water. Like it's like a cylinder. It's, it's not like shaped like regular bottle. Like Nalgene was cool when I was in like high school, but it's just what I use for like a reusable water bottle with some sort of usually like a screw lid. I think it was like a regular like Poland Spring. We weren't, we weren't Nalgene fans. You know, good old Poland Spring. Socioeconomic backgrounds have Nalgene. I've never heard of it. Nalgene. Never. So... I want some free Nalgene. Okay. Is, is that how you say Nalgene? No, there's not like a zh, it's not a zh, zh, it's a gene. It's like a, like, maybe it's because I'm from the South. We say it, Nalgene. 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 Oh, get some Nalgene in you. Yeah, get a okay. Nalgene. Uh, yeah, so I had a Nalgene bottle full of wine. And then I, it went pretty well. Like, I... I wrote down like three sentences of what I, I mean, not sentences, like three, was it a full sentence? It might have been a full sentence, like talk about your boss, talk about this, talk about that. And then I ran through that in probably like two minutes. Yeah. And then there was one joke that I had that is just something that I said like once. And I was like, all right, I'll say that again here. And it went well. And I just, that's from then. Corey Rodriguez was the host that night. So. I have met him four times. He still has no idea who I am. Yeah, offer him a Nalgene. He'll remember. If I just, like, hand him, like, a free plastic water bottle. Nalgene. 
Like, oh, that's a Nanjing girl. I don't remember. So what kind of places are you doing now? I know you're getting ready for your album recording, but what are some of the shows that have been, say, in the last year that you've really been excited about? Um, Brighton Music Hall was really cool. Um, I opened for um, Kyle Dunnigan and Bridget Everett. They were really cool, nice people. Um, yeah, that's a, like, they, they have a good fan base, so the place was, like, packed. So that was interesting to perform in that kind of spot. Uh, I don't know. Another place, I did Levity Live last month. What is that? Levity Live is a club out in New Jersey or New York. I don't know. But that was a cool spot to uh, perform. What else? Like exciting places I'm excited to perform. Shows that you're like, oh, man, this, like... This is comedically where I want to go. Like, this is really, like, what I'm a fan of. Um, old School Game Show is a great, like, I think the, the fake songs kind of led to what I do on there. Uh, old School Game Show, it's a monthly show. That's, it's, usually at, <clears throat> it's usually at Davis Square Theater. It's an alt-trivia game show. So you have, we have contestants come up and participate in these different games. And each episode each um show is like a different theme so it's like sci-fi or action movies uh this last one was video games so what what i've been doing on there is like i'll play a different character who has written songs based on these different things like video games or whatever this uh last month i played prince and sang uh prince style songs about like Pac-Man and stuff, so it's, it's, so that, that. Can you give us an example of one of the songs? Oh, here right now, of course. Yes. Uh, hell no, I'm not. Gonna say what? No. what? What? No. Why not? That's, that that was one of the most difficult things I've I've done in recent years because I had to shave off my facial hair into a little prince mustache, <laughs> and it was rough. Like I <laughs> I walked into the comedy studio at Tawanda. Tawanda Gona, another comedian, he said, yo, what is up with your mustache? He would. But he, <laughs> I was like, hey, man, I, I had to play Prince yesterday. I haven't had time. So give me time to grow back. He's like, all right, but give me five minutes to get used to this. You look like a matador. You look like Billy D. Wood. And then he went down the list. Of he does this to me every time he sees me. He is the origin of some of my jokes based on the fact that he will always tell me what civil rights person I look like. It's never like a normal person. It's always a civil rights person. Or like even an abstract civil rights person. Like if I'm wearing boots and a blazer, he's like, you look like the first black girl they let ride horses. And like, like at a school or like ever. Like what? Tons is cool. He's all right. Whatever. It's fine. He's fine. Yeah. He's I like him. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. But don't let him catch you. Like, I walked, it's another time I walked into the, <laughs> the comedy studio and he was just like, yo, you got a big fucking head. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Unprompted. Of course. Of course he would. It's, it's just, it's funny because you just, like, you walk in in hello mode and then he hits you with a, hey, also, you look weird. Oh, hey, you were experiencing joy and, like, living your own life? Fuck you. Uh, but when you, when you team up with him to get at someone else, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 it's
is, is who have you made fun of with Tawana? Um, somebody's shirt. I don't remember who. <laughs> like he leaned over. He's like, uh, "What?" He's like, "Tell me what this person's shirt looks like." And we just went back and forth. Fuck, who was it? Uh, I don't remember. That's gonna bother me. But it was a it was a hell of a shirt. <laughs> That's like that's a comedy thing, right? Don't isn't that what? Or is it? Am I shitty because I? No, no, no. I do it. There's, I don't do it that often. But there are specific people who, like, based on their reactions, I will shit on relentlessly because they're like, "Oh shucks," and then I'm like, "Ha ha, your face." But I only do that. <laughs> I only do that because I get it from like Tawanda and like Sam J when she's in town. Oh, Sam J. To this day, one of my favorite quotes is uh, she said, you're not Jamaican in these streets. <laughs> like, I, like I said, so I was like, oh, next Jamaican. He's like, he's not Jamaican in these streets. And then she found out that I'm a vegetarian also, and she got real upset. <laughs> she said, you Callaloo face ass nigga. How the hell is Callaloo? Callaloo is like a, it's like a Caribbean uh, food. It's like, it's like, a, like a lettuce or a spinach type of thing, I think. I don't know. I'm not Jamaican in these streets. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. The, my other favorite quote is from Malin uh, Pavletic. She said, um, you don't read enough and you ask too many questions. What? I don't remember what the context yeah, was. But it was just a funny thing to say to somebody. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. She's right. What can I... What am I gonna, I, I can't ask, what do you mean by that? Because it's a perfect thing. That is such a trap. Damn. Wait, does she read? I, don't, I couldn't ask. I don't know. I'll never know. I've never seen her with a book, but that doesn't mean anything. Who carries books to the places? I have a book right now. My sister's making me read it. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think my sister thinks I'm not effective enough. You're effective. I was scared to be late here because I, f I felt like you had like very specific time schedule. Like you seem like you're very organized. I was fucking it up by coming late, so I was very. And then the way you answered the phone, I thought I was in trouble. Really? Do you know how you answered the phone? I said hello. Oh. Hello. It's it's not hello. It's hello. It's not like a question like hey. <laughs> no, there's no jovial. It's, where are you? That's what it sounded. That's just what it sounded like to me. I'm just gonna cut. I'm, I won't cut this part out. But I'm just gonna play the part where you said that you think that I'm like organized and like punctual okay, and stuff. Get, let's get it clean. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. This I, your sister's an idiot because you don't need this book at all. You seem very organized, very together. You know what's going on. Yeah. You hear that, Patrice? Somebody thinks I can do things. And also, he called you an idiot. This, this person who doesn't know you insulted you because he wanted your sister to read a book. This is coming from a guy who is, it's known, number 27 on the list of facts. He, he doesn't read enough and asks too many questions. So what is the, how far are you into this? Oh, I haven't even started. Okay, I didn't see a bookmark, so I didn't. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, input, output, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good stuff. I, uh, so she makes, she, I was in the middle of reading another book, which is called The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, also based on her recommendation because she thinks I'm messy. 
and she was like, I need you to pause that and read this because I'm supposed to give that back to her by her wedding at the end of this month. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys often trade books? Never. Movies, but not books. But she never like, is like, oh, you should check this, this book out. Oh, well, I guess she, she also, I insisted that she buy and then let me borrow, oh, uh, what is it, Ta-Nehisi Coates' book? It's pretty good. You should read it. I'll give you a list of books to read. I don't read enough, and I have been told that I ask too many questions. Is that just like a black thing? Hmm. Like, just like the... Would we be offended? Maybe. Maybe we can turn this around. if I had as many hundreds of years with books, I'd be more inclined to read one. Seeing as how they was snatching us up, leaving our socks behind. (laughs) That's just the coast of Africa, just a bunch of socks. Madagascar, Madagascar is a bunch of socks that clump together and form them. So slave socks. They used to call it Slave Sock Island. Madagascar, if you translate it, Slave Sock Island. What, what language? Huh? From what language? Uh, Himnindu. Himnindu is from, is from Meteor Man. When they, they were, um, it's like an old couple and their TV was messing up because Bill Cosby's character was using the... Are you familiar with Meteor Man? Nope. Huh. So you got to describe all of it now. Meteor Man is a movie where Robert Townsend plays a guy who lives in a bad neighborhood, and he gets hit by a meteor and has all these powers. So while he's going around doing things, there's like a smaller story where Bill Cosby plays a homeless guy who finds a piece of the meteor, and it gives him powers. So he's like sitting in his homeless house area, but... With the media powers, you can see through walls. Uh-huh. So he's look like see, looking through the wall and changing someone's TV to what to watch whatever he wants. And then the people who live in the house are like, "So there's something wrong with this TV? And you got them kids in here playing that damn hymn Nindu." He's talking about Nintendo. <laughs> so it's just whenever someone asks about a culture that I don't know about, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's, I think that's, I think that's like early hymn Nindu." Oh. If you say it with enough confidence, people are like, "Oh, check you out." You do that constantly. <laughs> If only I could do it about things that matter. Uh, hello, HBO? I'm supposed to have a pilot coming out. Really? Yes. I talked to John Himnindu. He told me to come through for a meeting. They'd be like, uh, Himnindu, that's... John, I do know a John. Yeah, yeah, right this way, sir. The cameras are all set up. In this movie, why does Bill Cosby not use his powers to get a home? Because he doesn't need it. He doesn't need a house. What does he need a house for? He has powers. Uh, how, okay, how can you, with powers, how are you going to get a house? What power? So yeah. these, are, these are the powers. You can see through walls and people's right. clothes. Well, that's you can, good. Huh? I don't like that at all. I mean, this was in, what, in the 90s? So there was a lot of, like, big satin panties in the movie. Okay. But you can only see through one layer of clothing? Yes, un- into their underwear. Yeah. Like superheroes do. But that doesn't make any sense. I didn't make the movie. <laughs> so, so he can like look through walls to see like bank combinations and like steal money and then get a house, or he could like look and see which places were hiring and like, <laughs> like. You're suggesting he uses his superpowers to find a job. I, I'm just like, once he has the job, he can, like... See which places are hiring. He 
he can go like to. Hilarious. Like Superman <laughs> came down there. I wonder where I could work. <laughs> like he could, if he could. I can see, I can see that you, uh, you have enough money for another employee here. And you just fired Jonathan. I'm looking through your desk right now. Uh, I think they would also be able to like go to like corporate headquarters and like sort of insider trade, you know? Like so he could get some money with his job, right? And then with that money he could invest it and then know based on like just randomly hanging out in Fortune 500 companies like where to invest his money in the future and then make a lot of money like that. Mm -hmm. Well, his character lives with a bunch of dogs. So I don't think any of them, he didn't have anyone to bounce those type of okay. ideas off of. Oh, and that's one of his powers, he can talk to dogs. But what, what good does that do? Uh, he, at one point in the movie, spoiler alert, for this 20-some-year-old <laughs> movie, uh, he like rallies all the dogs to attack a, a gang that comes to... Is it like a 90s gang? Like the way they portrayed gangs in the 90s? Um, this, it's, the gang is called the Golden Lords. Everyone in the gang is all black people. They all have blonde hair, like dyed blonde hair. Don Cheadle was one of the, the gangsters. Cool Modi, I think, was... Oh, Big Daddy Kane was one of the gangsters. You, you haven't seen this movie. I have not seen this movie. Right. So y you need to see this movie. I will see this movie. So, and, and like when they, when they approach someone who they're going to beat up, they have a, a golden slinky in their hands. And I think they say... Wait, all of them have golden no, slinkies? Them, okay. Think. And so they walk up and they're like, Lords. Lords, 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 and they're going shh, shh, with the with the slinky, shh. and then when they close the slinky, that's when you die. It's, it, oh man, it's a great movie. Well, where is the theatricality in gangs today? I do miss that from like movies from the '80s and the '70s, where like gangs had like a like a cool thing that they yeah, did. A little gimmick. Yeah. I I don't know because I don't know, you can't really do that, and then. Who's going to be scared of that? When yeah. there's like real scary shit. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, oh, they just shot up this place. Oh, but the Golden Lords. Ooh, <laughs> scary. I, so at Dope Show, which is also coming up, Dope Show is another thing that's a lot of fun because it's like, wow, did I ever answer that question that you asked? I don't remember the question. Uh, I think you asked about like, Shows that you're excited about. Or we talked about old school game show, but now we're gonna go talk. We're gonna talk about Dope Show, which I don't know anything about. Dope Show uh, was started by um, Gitler, Raphael, and Bethany Van Delft. Delft? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, they they started it. It's uh, the first. I think the first Wednesday of every month at the Elks Lodge in Cambridge, and it's like. You have stand-ups, you have sketches, you have, uh, there's a band, uh, Manners, the, like the house band. It's really fun, like, the past couple ones, like, um, before, so now um, that Bethany and, and um, Gitler aren't hosting anymore, it's me and Sean Connolly hosting. And you both have to come from Worcester to do this show in Boston. Yeah, it's not that bad. You make me second guessing. You know what? Thanks. <laughs> Done. Done. I'm gonna go find a meteor, get an investment job. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just a bunch of different sketches. Like a lot of the times, we don't know what the other people are doing, and it's just it all comes together. Yes. Very, very well. But um, at the dope show, uh, for the Valentine's Day show, I 
um, formed as CeeLo Green, and I wrote a song about how they need to remake Meteor Man. <laughs> and, like, it started off as a joke, but I really, like... You felt it. I, re I really think they could reboot... So, in the song, these are some of the points that I touch on in the song. There, there aren't a lot of black superheroes. Right. And I think Meteor Man was a, just a great opportunity to bring in some people. Robert Townsend has a daughter who could play, like, who's his the, daughter. Who's his daughter? Sky Townsend. I don't know if I've seen her before. She's a, she's, she also is, like, an actress, singer, or whatever. Sky, if you're listening to this, just hit me up. Like, I have the whole script ready. Like, let's do this. But she could play his daughter in the movie, like, maybe the, the meteor powers, like, somehow passed on to her. Right. So now she has the powers, and there's more roles for, for women. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> and then... Uh, I forget what my other points were, but just remake the movie, guys. Robert Townsend. I don't even. I don't. I don't have to be in it. Like, I'll do a but couple set. I'll do a couple set visits. Like, if you want. Like, I don't have to be in it. Just put like put my name on one of the street signs or something. But you gotta watch Media Man. We're gonna watch Media Man together. Yes, we have to. That was us doing a high five because this is gonna happen. <laughs> uh, Nick just rolled his ankle. He broke his ankle. <laughs> What else could that sound have been? I don't know. Just like a random clap. Oh, yeah. Clap, clap class is yeah. starting around. Yeah. You think there's not a clap class? You think there's not a class dedicated to how the clap has evolved over time? How it started out as a ritualistic thing and then developed into applause as a way to communicate approval of the thing that's going on? There's a you're, clap class. Joking, but I took... I was low on credits, so one winter session I took a class called The History of the Music Video. Wait, are you being serious? Because I no, can't I'm tell. Serious. Okay. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. No, no, no. That's The History of the Music Video. And then my final presentation, I talked about Kanye West, uh, the video from uh, Diamonds. From I don't know that video. Uh, it's, it talk, he talks about uh, Blood Diamonds. So you have lived in Worcester and in Boston. Do you have any plans to move from Worcester? Um, at some point, not not anything right now, but I would like to like having that having an hour of material. I think is a good thing to have when you go. I don't know. I don't know. They'll just talk, I guess. I think they I think they want me to have an hour. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but just. Because regardless, when you go out to any of these places, you're gonna have to start over. Yeah. But I don't know. At some point soon, I hope. Like by the end of the year, I would like to be doing comedy in some aspect. Like that's my job. Mm. That's what I would like. So, you know, what, what was the name of your, the the water brand? Nailbog. What was it? Nalgene. Nalgene. <laughs> if you guys need a comedian on staff, <laughs> let me know. Because, you know, water bottle companies, how they have... Yeah, always, they're always looking for hot new talent. Yeah, that's... Like, that's how Amy Schumer started. She used to work for Nabisco, like, Cheez-It department. And then they saw her, she started doing great stuff, and they're like, you know what? Let's put you out there. You don't remember her Cheez-It box? Dude, if I eat Cheez-Its every day. You like... Have you seen that they have, like, the... What is it? Like, extra cooked or whatever. It's like the burnt ones that yeah, they put all in I've one. I've seen those. That's garbage, right? That's a I don't like them. My coworkers love them. My brother always liked the burnt ones. Yeah. 
I don't know. But if he orders a pizza, he's like, oh, make sure it's lightly cooked. Because he doesn't want, like, he doesn't want to see any, like, brown or bubbles on the, the like, a, if a cheese pizza. Like, he doesn't like that stuff. Well, that means it's done. Right. Right. No. I know. <laughs> I know. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. But he, oh, he used to, I think he used to like the, the burnt, burnt cheese. And I saw them put it all in one box. I'm like, this is you guys boxing up your trash. Yeah, And exactly. so you, you, you're selling me a box mistakes. of mistakes. It's a yes. box of mistakes. Hey, sorry about this. But also, same price as the rest. Exactly. That should be exactly. I do like, um, and I will only let myself have this every once in a while, but the hot and spicy ones. Ugh. You can't do it. The white Parmesan ones. They have ones that are like low fat, and I disagree with those on principle. They don't taste right. There's like, it's, it's just not good. Right. Cheez-Its are my jam. I love them. Cheez-Its, if you're listening, I will take mini boxes. I will talk about it every podcast. I don't care, even if it doesn't come up naturally. Cheez-Its, I'm going to ruin this for uh, Kenise right now. Cheez-Its are garbage, and you can tell them I said it. How dare you? And you know, you guys should listen. But there's an episode that Kenise never released. She was just talking horrible things about Cheez-Its. Just, oh man, you should have heard what she said about your moms. All of their moms? All of the moms who work at Nabisco. So like, of the 10,000 people who work at Nabisco. That's what you said. You said, and the Nabisco moms, and then I can't even repeat it (laughs) on the internet. I can't. But man, you really- I went hard. I went hard on those two moms. Man, you were effective in how. You hear that, Patrice? I was effective. You hear that? Does she listen? Yeah, she listens sometimes. What's up, Patrice? <laughs> this is Nick. I called you an idiot a couple minutes ago. <laughs> so, wrapping up, because we're coming up on the hour mark, what are some things that people don't know about you? So, things that aren't even on the list of one to 27 things that people think when they talk to you? Things that people don't know about me? Deep, dark secrets. Things that like kind of make you cry, but like not like the like the sobby cry, but like the one tear cry. I cry anytime there's a video online of someone being reunited with their father or husband or spouse who's been overseas. Automatically. Really? Yeah. But I don't cry about like real stuff. Like I'll I'll tear up. The tear will never come out. Uh-huh. But I'll tear up anything like that. Uh, like a, someone getting their hearing back. <laughs> Any t- if there's a video where something, like if the caption is, you won't believe what happens later, hashtag human spirit, or whatever. If you watch that video, just know I've seen it and I've cried a little bit. No, it's not, but it's not like an emotion thing. It's just like a physical, like, this is sad, tears commence. <laughs> it's like well, that doesn't happen. thing. You don't, you don't cry? You've, you never cry? I mean, I cry occasionally, but it's like... But, but it's like personal stuff that makes you, like, yeah, real life. I very rarely cry. I don't like, cry about... Things I see. Yeah. I cry about, like, there's a movie with an emotional thing, like, this, the score starts to swell or something. Like, yep. Sad. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I don't, I, don't cry, I don't cry about, like, real stuff. Really? The uh, last I, time I cried for real, um, my grandmother died. It was like... 10 years, 11 years ago. 10 years ago? Yeah. Wow. That's the last time I cried, for real, for real. I, I did a, um, a movie called It's Not Funny Anymore. Uh, it's a great experience. Shout out to Mark Finney, the writer and director. Um, so, 
and everyone else on the crew. Cut out, cut out his name. I don't want to single out everyone else. Everyone on that movie was spectacular. Oh, so I, there was a scene where I had to like break down, and so I had like the entire day I was just working up to that. And it's not like there was I wasn't drawing on emotions or anything. It's just like certain physical things, like shaking my leg, like and uh, like breathing real hard, like how so it's. I just, and I did it, and man, it was, <laughs> well, they were setting up, they're like, all right, we're going to mic you, and they're like taping my pockets shut with yeah. the mic pack, because they're like, we don't know what you're going to do. So, <laughs> I'm tough as fuck. <laughs> we're going to end on Nick Chambers, tough as fuck. <laughs> that's, a, that's like number 28? No. Is it number two? No. Number one? <laughs> number yeah. one. We're bumping <laughs> So the T-shirt with the resume, <laughs> yes. it says like address and like special skills, and then Number work one. experience, tough as fuck from 1985 to present. <laughs> Make this shirt. This has been Keith Mobley and Nick Chambers. And this is Person About Town. Thanks so much. Okay, bye.